to the podcast and the church said. This podcast discusses faith, mental health, church, and culture from a Christian counseling perspective. I am Dr. Monique Smith-Gadson, and I am your host for this podcast. Consider me your church counselor and consultant who is discipling the body and the members in mental, emotional, relational, and spiritual health. I am trained in both psychology and theology, equipped and equipping for the work of the ministry. Although I am a licensed clinician, this podcast is not intended to serve as therapy. We strongly encourage you to seek out your own personal relationship with a professional therapist. This applies also to our special guests who have opinions and professional insights and expertise of their own. Their contribution is not their contribution is also not to be regarded as therapy. Our aim here is to hold conversation around these important topics regarding the church and mental health. So thank you for joining us for this episode. Hello everyone. I'm so glad to have you to join us on today. Thank you, thank you, thank you to those who continue to listen, follow, and subscribe to the podcast. I hope that you will continue on with your support and share the podcast with other people who will find this content beneficial. So don't forget that those ratings and those reviews do help us as podcasters. So I do appreciate it when you all leave me a review and also give a rating. It is really appreciated. And again, it is so beneficial. So today's discussion, we are still focusing on journaling and the benefits of expressive writing. And today our topic will be in their presence. Last week, we looked at Isaiah 30, verse 8, which reads, Go now, write it on a tablet in their presence, and inscribe it on a scroll. It will be for the future, forever and ever. Now, by way of review, all of the things that were reported prior to verse 8 in Isaiah 30 had served as a warning. Now, if we remember, Judah had decided to formulate a plan to make an alliance with Egypt, and they were looking for protection um, from Pharaoh. And God made it clear, though, that um, through Isaiah, that it was not his plan and that that alliance with Egypt was against his will. It is explicitly stated that they did not seek the advice of God. And so God end up referred, God ends up referring to them as rebellious children or rebellious people, deceptive children, all because they did not want to listen to the Lord's instructions. So now in the middle of this condemnation, verse eight kind of just pops up on the scene and it says to write it on a tablet in their presence and inscribe it on a scroll. It will be for the future. So Isaiah writes this message. He writes it down as a permanent reminder that the people had been warned. 
in their presence. Now, this entire verse is so rich and full of insight, but those three words in their presence really jumped out to me. Now, Isaiah is writing all the things, you know how I am about all the things. Isaiah is writing all the things and he is doing it in their presence. Now, remember, journaling, it is a way to remember what God has done for us. And it can also serve as a record for us for those times that, you know, we have messed up. Those times that we have been rebellious. When we have intentionally sinned. And yeah, ooh, about those consequences. Yikes, yeah. But we need to remember. We need to write it on a tablet, in a tablet. All of the things. And now, when it is on the tablet, it is now in our presence. These things are now before us. They're staring right back at us, square in the face. Those pages or those entries are basically saying to us, yes, this is what you did. Your choices your plans, your alliances, your ignoring advice or warnings, or your lack of consideration regarding prayer and consulting the word of God. <laughs> yeah, what do we do with this now that it is in our presence? Well, let's look at what Judah did with it in their presence. It served as a reminder for the future forever and ever. And what do we do with these reminders that are in our presence? We remember. If we will be courageous enough to face ourselves and our choices, even those made out of fear and impatience, those that are made against God's wishes, we can start to process these things cognitively. And this is where things begin to happen for us. When we intentionally choose to review all of the things written in our presence, we are repeatedly exposed to them. The constant exposure to those negative experiences and those negative difficulties through this process of expressive writing. That's the constant exposure. The constant exposure to those negative experiences and difficulties through this process of expressive writing can lead to habituation. Now, habituation is defined as the diminishing of a physiological or emotional response to a frequently repeated stimulus. And habituation can lead to extinction. 
Now, extinction is defined as the gradual weakening of a conditioned response that results in the behavior decreasing or disappearing. So let's think about this in the context of Isaiah 30. If Judah would review that which was written on the tablet over and over again, because, you know, it's there and it's here. <laughs> because the purpose is for the future, forever and ever. There's a reason all of those things were to be recorded. There is a reason why we should record all of the things in our writings. The more we review them, the more it's possible to have a diminished emotional and or physiological response. We will and should remember how we felt. However, if facilitated properly, it should move us to understanding and equipping us to make better choices. Judah needed to read over and over again about their poor choices. Now, their conversations need to sound this way with each other or no, even with themselves. This is my little take on it again, okay? Yes, we were fearful. And we made some knee-jerk and impulsive decisions out of that place of fear. And after we were condemned for ignoring the prophet's messages and not praying to God and making choices that were against his will, and we do not want to do that again. We remember how it felt. The guilt was heavy. The shame was unbearable. We do not want to feel that way again. We are so glad that God in his mercy and his compassion lifted the weight of those emotions. Those emotions pointed us to God and reminded us of his forgiveness and his mercy. But we do not want to find ourselves there again, not ever. Every time we read this account, we say, we just don't wanna do this again. And therefore, now we pray about our decisions. We make sure we are not making unholy or unhealthy alliances. We recognize and name our feelings. We, we recognize that our feelings will dictate our actions. We acknowledge our fear. And then we seek God for wisdom on what we should do based on those fears. Yes, that's the process. That's the conversation that Judah needs to be having with each other. And again, hopefully somewhere, someone is having that with themselves. Constant exposure. Keep reading and reviewing or understanding. 
diminished emotional responses can be a result. That's the habituation. And now the choices are different. Poor choices, unhealthy choices, ungodly choices are no longer the options. And therefore, extinction takes place. The behavior now diminishes and soon decreases. The fear caused Judah to run to Pharaoh for protection. That's what they were accustomed to do. Their conditioned response. However, God gave them a message of hope and redemption. Do differently. I am waiting. I want to show you mercy and compassion. But that message came after it was written on a tablet in their presence. All of their transgressions and rebellious acts for the future, forever and ever in their presence and in our presence, in our tablets, in our journals, where we have been explicit and honest about our fears and our poor choices made from those places of fear. The rebellion, the unhealthy choices, aligning with people that cannot offer us the protection that we think we find the purpose forever and ever. Because the more we review those expressive writings about our poor choices, the more we process that cognitively, it leads to habituation. And that habituation leads to extinction. The behavior diminishes, I mean, it decreases, and then it diminishes. When we gain that understanding, we can then choose different options. We don't have to disobey God. We don't have to get into unhealthy relationships. We don't have to ignore sound counsel. We extinguish those behaviors. God intends for us to review our sins against him. Those things that we do out of fear that are not the best choices. There is a hope and redemption that is found in God. The repeated exposures can assist us in making those negative thoughts, those negative feelings, those negative behaviors extinct. That's why when we try to avoid things, we will find ourselves right back 
in the same place. We have not yet engaged the processing that is needed to transform. The way to overcome is not through avoidance, but to enter into those negative thoughts, those negative feelings, those negative behaviors. As I reported last week from that article that was written by Stapleton, Zan, and Berman, they had published an article on the research that showed people find writing to be a beneficial tool to cope with difficulties when facing life experiences. And one of those um, findings from their research was that there was a reduction in intrusion and avoidance symptoms. not to avoid. We want to reduce the symptoms of avoiding because the more we avoid, we won't get to the place where we need to overcome. The mercy and compassion that was extended to Judah in their presence and in the presence of all of the ungodly and poor choices made. That's where it was extended. In their presence and in the presence of all of the ungodly and poor choices. Because it is in their presence, their wrongdoings have been recorded. Remember, forever and ever. However, it is in that same place. That same place is where they meet the mercy and compassion and the patience of God. It's right there in their presence. And so we can also, we can write down all of our rebellious and disobedient acts all of the choices that we have made out of fear, all of the unhealthy alliances that we have made. And we can review it repeatedly for the future. We expose ourselves. We process cognitively. We ascertain understanding. There is habituation, then there is extinction. We choose differently. And so I'm so glad that Isaiah obeyed God to write it on a tablet in their presence and in our presence too. Until next time, let anyone who has ears to hear, listen to what the Spirit says to the churches. After you have heard my call, in our presence, in their presence, to review, 
to process cognitively, to get some understanding, engage the process of habituation, celebrate extinction by making different choices. That's my call. What will be your response? And the church said.